Welcome to Disney's Magic of Storytelling podcast, brought to you by WakeMed Children's, because inside every child is a story waiting to be told. Our storyteller is ABC 11 news anchor Barbara Gibbs. I'm Barbara Gibbs reading Disney Princess Tangled Marmalade Moon Night. Rapunzel sighed. Mother Gothel was away, leaving Rapunzel alone in the tower. Luckily, her best friend Pascal was there to keep her company. What do you want to do now, Pascal? Rapunzel asked. She'd spent the day brushing her hair, which took most of the afternoon, painting a new mural on the wall, and rereading her three books. Now it was growing dark. She glanced over at a dozing Pascal and laughed. No, I don't think it's bedtime yet. I'm not very tired. Rapunzel strolled to the window and gasped. Look at the moon, Pascal, Rapunzel exclaimed. It looks like a giant bowl of marmalade. Just then, a flock of birds flew across the night sky, making a strange face in the glowing moon. Oh, that's scary, Rapunzel shivered with glee. Suddenly, she had an idea. I know, let's make tonight marmalade moon night. We can start our very own spooky holiday. Now, we just need some creepy traditions. First, Rapunzel wanted to make a lantern that looked like the very scary moon face. There was just one problem. There wasn't anything around the tower that was very lantern-like. How about this, Rapunzel asked, holding up a watermelon. Pascal watched as Rapunzel carefully started carving. Ta-da, Rapunzel said when she was finished. Pascal looked at her carved watermelon skeptically. All right, all right, Rapunzel said. It's not exactly spooky, but it's not bad for my first try. Rapunzel put it down on the table and stepped back to admire it. As soon as she let go, the watermelon rolled off the table, hit the floor, and smashed into pieces. Huff, she said. Remind me next time that moonamelons tend to roll. Now let's play a game, Rapunzel said. She glanced at the rest of the items in the fruit bowl. These look just like the marmalade moon, she said, picking up a few peaches. She filled a large tub with water and added the peaches, which floated to the surface. Okay, Pascal, she said, try to pick one up, but no hands or feet. You can only use your mouth. Pascal seemed to think it over. Then his long tongue flicked out, lassoed a peach, and plucked it out of the water. Rapunzel laughed. No fair, she cried. Then she took a turn. She plunged her head into the water, mouth wide open. She came up, <coughs> coughing and sputtering without a peach. Rapunzel tried again and again, but each time the peaches bobbed away out of her reach. Finally, she climbed into the tub, standing knee deep in the water, and tried one more time. Once again, she just could not get her teeth on a peach. Overcome with frustration, Rapunzel plopped down in the water. It sloshed over the sides and spilled onto the floor. Now the peaches lay on the floor in a shallow puddle. Rapunzel leaned down, bit into one, and picked it up. Aha, she cried victoriously, taking the peach out of her mouth. It's much easier this way. While Pascal munched on his peach, Rapunzel snuck away to put her next spooky idea into action. Perfect, she said, peering into the linen cupboard. A few minutes later, Rapunzel crept out of hiding by candlelight. Boo! I'm the marmalade moon ghost, she said, whipping a bedsheet around her. Pascal took one look at the figure that suddenly appeared and panicked. Boo, Rapunzel repeated. 
but her friend was nowhere to be seen. Pascal, she called out, realizing she might have really scared him. She added, I'm sorry, this was supposed to be fun, not scary. Where was he? Pascal peeked around cautiously from his hiding spot. He saw it was really Rapunzel under a sheet, and he breathed a sigh of relief. He started to move from his hiding spot at the same time Rapunzel spotted him right in front of her. Ah! she cried and fell over backwards, startled. Okay, Rapunzel admitted with a laugh. That was a little more scary than fun. She sat down next to Pascal on the chair. No more tricks, she said. I promise. She glanced outside and saw that another flock of birds had made a whole new shape in front of the moon. Looking at it, she had an idea for some marmalade moon dress-up fun without the spookiness. Rapunzel gathered the things she needed, black and purple fabric, scissors, and a needle and thread, and got to work. No peeking, she said to Pascal. I'm making something for you, too. Pascal seemed perfectly content to have a little quiet time. He had nearly dozed off when Rapunzel's voice woke him up with a start. Well, how do I look? She looked just like a witch, wearing a witch's hat she'd made herself and holding an old broom. Witches love flying across the marmalade moon, especially with their little black cats, she explained. Here's your costume, she exclaimed, gently trying a pair of cat ears onto Pascal's head. Pascal did not seem amused, but Rapunzel loved the way both costumes had turned out. Perfect, she cried, clapping her hands joyfully in front of the mirror. Pascal cheered up when Rapunzel told him what the next part of their celebration was, eating some sweet treats. He even seemed to warm up to his costume. So that night, high in a tower, deep in the woods, a friendly witch and her chameleon kitty enjoyed their very first spooky holiday together. WakeMed Children's is proud to support the ongoing enrichment of children in our community and beyond through our sponsorship of the Disney Magic of Storytelling podcast. To learn more about WakeMed Children's, please visit kids.wakemed.org.